Ceremonial pauses. What is up, everybody? Hello, hey, everybody. How are you, everybody? Dingo and the baby. Dingo and the baby. Dingo and the baby. <laughs> what is up? How's everyone How's doing? How's everybody today? doing? We're back here for another round of the Young Justice Pod Kizzle. Another round. We are My here Kizzle. to talk about episode two. Yeah. Please refer back to our first podcast, <laughs> episode one. This podcast. Is brought to you today by these hugs. These hugs, a new up and coming hug venue. Go follow. Found in the greater northwest of Manhattan. Hashtag hug for life. serious note hashtag keep watching young justice keep bringing young keep bringing yj hashtag keep bringing yj why is that important because we want more young justice we need more young justice i bleed for more young justice for more young justice so if i want more young justice on all of my social media game which is on fire bt dubs bt dubs i gotta put hashtag keep bringing yj out there so that we can get a season three season three all right so episode two let's talk about episode two let's get into let's it just dive fireworks right fireworks is the name fireworks is the name um and it is focused yeah it's focused the it's show knows exactly where it's headed refined they really take the theme that they were building on of patience and um relationships Mm-hmm. And go a little bit deeper. Yeah, it's <clears throat> slow. It has a real slow opening. Uh, how does it open? Is it Superboy? So in the beginning, we left off with Superboy slamming the door open, and, yeah, and um, walk by him, and we can all see it. And now everything's revealed, and they have the young heroes captured. Right. And now they have them um, in pod form, and their plan is to. Uh, well, that, we don't even get there yet. They have them captured in they pod form. The other three captured Robin and Aqualad and Flash and Superboy is being brainwashed, watching over, watching over there. Yeah, he's like the listening. guard. Yeah. yeah, he's guarding him. He's watching him. He's curious. We get to see Superman the brain, or Superboy. They really take their time with how Superman, who was a mindless, not even a freak, he was just mindless, didn't say any word, pure weapon Superboy. in the first episode, Superboy. Yeah. And now in this one, he is cautious. He's thoughtful. Um, he is deliberate with his vocabulary, mm-hmm. and they really experience like what are his emotions, and what is he gonna be uh, struggling with. And they take the time to really let that play through mm-hmm. in a fast episode. Yeah, really fast episode. I feel like what what's really cool is that the episode doesn't feel like it's wrapping up, like a part two can end up feeling of like we threw a whole bunch of loose ends out there in the part one and then this one's like tying all the loose ends it felt like its own independent episode and i thought that was really cool and so yeah it it seemed quick but got straight to the point on a lot of main seasonal arcs main character development right away episode two is talking about 
uh, deep character character development and foreshadowing different dramas that the people are going to have to battle with together. For instance, um, the cloning. The cloning. Yeah, Superman, yep. Superboy. It's because Superman is so badass. Yeah, Superboy is faced with uh, the decision or the paradox of what was done to him. Mm-hmm. And now he's forced to decide whether this is justified. It, exactly. I think that that is one of the that main character development for Superboy. And the theme of this episode, which is not patience. Patience is there, but it's not the theme. It's choice. Mm-hmm. And then it's a Superboy episode, which he carries choice around. He has to choose, and that's huge for his character development. In a lot of ways... I feel like we, Superboy represents uh, the audience and how how it is to be a normal human. You know, he's an allegory to us more than anybody else in the show. It's really hard to live life sometimes. It's rough. You feel unrefined. You feel savage-like. And especially when you're living in someone else's rules and someone else is telling you what to do, you feel just like a group worker. And you have to make the choice to be free, you know? So, it's super cool. They even That line that they even say, where it's like, he says, I choose freedom. And it's like, I, that, 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 choose that, that, right. freedom. Really cool. Yeah, what's interesting about that, too, that it, it takes place um, in a really unique area of the episode. That's not the conclusion. Even though that's Superboy's ultimate goal, that's mm-hmm. his growth of the two episodes right they have that piece and then they give you the team element and then you finish with that amazing conclusion of i'm choosing my path yeah exactly so there's the choice as a theme and you see it play out in superboy specifically <clears throat> but then also in the episode and everybody and all the characters together and they do such an interesting job there when they introduce exposition is exposition. exposition. So when they describe what's happening in the story, oh, what yeah, someone's right. thought is, mm-hmm. what we're doing, what the motivation for someone is, or where the context of the screen is. This bomb will blow up in four minutes. Mm-hmm. It's exposition. Um, and it's so easy to lose humanity because people don't talk that way mm-hmm. generally. But they do such an excellent job of letting the characters unfold and letting the conversation dictate their personality and so when you mention things like the cloning process or um what else is there uh personal growth from no dialogue to dialogue they Mm -hmm. give you step by step what's happening but Mm -hmm. it comes at an interpersonal level you know what i mean also like um something you see in episodes especially two-parters is uh, recapping what happened last time say if new viewers are just watching episode 2 and it's like trying to remind them of kind of what happened in normal dialogue and or somehow through exhibition they do it really well of reminding you yep we have 52 floors to get up we're stuck at the bottom of this thing this is the context this is the situation are you audience with us alright let's go and they find really creative ways to take you there and really organic ways to take you there. Super yeah. Cool. And it's not just with like their dialogue. They use different story elements. Mm-hmm. When a character purposely sets off an order of events 
uh, they have that scenario of a countdown. Mm-hmm. You know, I have uh, 10, 9, 8, 7, we got to get out of here type of a situation. Mm-hmm. And they do that between all different forms of dialogue, action, um, and the story elements of where the episode's going. So it's really creative. I love it, man. Super creative. What was another piece of the episode oh, that you thought was um, just... I think one thing that stood out to me this time watching it was the combination between uh, teamwork and friendship. We see teamwork for the first time. Like They are a Young Justice team. They're finally working, trying to work as a unit. They, they just met Superboy. They don't even know him, you know, and they've never worked as a unit before either. It shows some of the pitfalls that might happen, the differences, how Robin just is kind of on the go a little bit and is used to working with Batman and stuff. Um, but I think it has to be said that, and it's so clear, they never state it until the very end of the episode. Maybe they put a nod to it, but... They clearly are amazing as a unit working together. Never met Superboy before. And the entire episode, just like a win, clicking, amazing. Just know how to play off each other and solve problems together and uh, be themselves, but then also be a greater piece. And I think that that's like one of the most important things about this show and the teamwork. It would be like... They are the team version of a prodigy, you know, a Neo. Teams, some people are more talented than others at working in the team groups. If you look at teams, they're a young group that is as good almost as Justice League already, you know, and Justice Leagues have been working together for years. They are a prodigy of what teamwork is supposed to be, and that needs to be, like, shown. They are just, they're the Neo of teamwork, and that's just the beginning. They just found out that they're Neo. Now we get to see them become this, the chosen one. They, they become the avatar, the Aang. They become the Shangri-La of what teamwork should be. They're meeting everyone else's ceiling right now at the beginning of season one. And we get to see them pass that ceiling to a whole new level of what teamwork should be. So I think, absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> I think man. that's so cool. It's really interesting the way they take the character's superpowers and they show their alpha and their omegas. Mm-hmm. We get to see really creative setups where Superboy can be extraordinarily strong, extraordinarily um, combative, and have a might that is unmeasured. Yeah. And then they measure it and they show you area where he's not strong enough or mm-hmm. not quick enough. Same with Robin, same with Kid Flash. You get to see these superhuman abilities in a situation that was created like none of this actually happened right they're not following any real story that's definitely a unique creation for this universe so cool and they do such a good job of layering it together so their powers are now what we know them without ever having to say it Mm -hmm. you don't have to say kryptonite is a weakness you never have to say he's a loner oh i hit the microphone it just unveils itself to you fucking amazing i completely agree it's the powers um is a really good point to bring up because not only are they making the show of that prodigy but then it's just so fun the combinations that they decided to set up with really is entertaining to watch you have superboy i feel like there's two types of power people yeah 
there's heavy hitters oh boy. and there's non-heavy hitters. There's the yings and the yangs. You know right. what I mean? And Superboy uh, and Aqualad are definitely in that strong hitter category. Might makes right. Might makes right. And there's you can cling to that if you're one of those people in real life. You know what I mean? Those A-type, B-type personalities. And then... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Robin, Kid Flash and Robin would be the other kind of B-type, less aggressive, you know, yin-yang, mm-hmm. whatever, version. And how... You, Kid Flash and Robin are two very different people, but they have to fight in a similar manner, as in, like, avoidance, as in defensive. Right. So it's so cool to see two complete different strategies, but on the same under the same umbrella. Mm-hmm. And then to see Aqualad and Superman are, or Superboy aren't very close in terms of the way they fight. But they are under the same umbrella. So you get the ideas of the umbrella, and then you get the variants in, in between, and it just keeps going in gradation. Yeah. That's just an awesome show to watch. I don't know what chicken or the egg, but that's the idea of two minds are better than one. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And that just comes forward. And for me, what that tells about the show is more of uh, gen, a role, what's the word I'm looking for? truth to it mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. it comes against these laws of nature yeah and walks out that idea and it yeah. does it in a way that is truthful it's right. understandable you're like that is in a fucking ridiculous world mm-hmm. it doesn't have anything to do with us at all but it is something that human interaction recognize recognize like yeah. I rec- that's what I'm finding enjoyable is that I'm recognizing humanity in this Weird world of kids fighting. Kids fighting. So. A kid cop league of six cops. <laughs> so stupid. It's so, the dumbest thing ever. I love it. I love it too. Oh, God. Um, yeah. Do you have anything else on show highlights? Oh, man. That? Yeah. The, uh, the conclusion was the most uh, exciting, uh, complete ending that I had seen. Uh, in a really, really long time, mm. they compl- the story is done. It started. That was an intro. That was a, mm. a birth comic. Yeah. Um, and they're going on from that. The world's continuing, but that but one that was the beginning. And that was end. the beginning and the end. Mm-hmm. And they had the moments of cliffhangers, and they had the moments of uh, clarity yeah. and strength. Almost movie like. Almost movie like. That starts the series. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, really interesting. Um, and the way they pick up, again, hindsight, the way they pick it up and keep going uh, is really fun. Um, and so for me, that was just that was just a setting of a tempo of like, our villains are going to be operating at this level and our heroes are going to be operating at this level. Yeah. Are you ready for the ride? What point of it for you is like conclusion in terms of when does, do you mean when they, after they defeat Desmond? It, or after their conversation, you know what what state? What would you say is beginning, middle, end okay. phases of that episode? Yeah, so uh, the beginning obviously is uh, the conversation, um, and then the end is in the middle is the fight. The middle of the, the fight. Well, like not just the running around trying to escape, yeah. and then the end is when they Super coming boys. out of the rubble. We're all new together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you rebirth. From the ashes. Right. <laughs> and then you see Superman's full growth. Like, that was a Superboy, sorry, Superman, Superboy, Superboy episode. And he yes. consists of the team. So the team has their reveal and their celebratory moment. But his moment of, I am who I am, and mm-hmm. this is my choice type of idea, and how he walks that through with the his family, uh, but then in the face of the Justice League. 
Mm-hmm. He he carries that. I think that would be like the end of the episode, and everything past that is like that um, cliffhanger piece. Yeah, Batman's gonna set up the league. Right. This right, is right, where you right, guys right. are at. I almost forgot about that. And then here's how. So the same way you were talking about patience, or the same way you were talking about um, dynamic, right? Here's how it is acted out on the farthest positive side. Yeah. The heroes, mm-hmm. their communication, their dialogue. They finish each other's sentences. Yeah. Here's how it happens mm-hmm. on the evil side. They repeat each other's sentences. It's, you know, yeah. a mirror of each other. Yeah. And so that's like the right. polars so cool. of the world. Shows those two there. And these kids are in the middle of it. Super cool. A couple points I wanted to make about this episode they really like is, like I was saying, there's that line from Aqualad just so cool when he's, at the end he's like, no, we're going to keep this team going thing sorry my king or whatever and his justification is that whole prodigy thing he said he's just like we were just badass like we had no words we were in this giant monster we're by ourselves we're in this thing we could have all died and we pulled it out we did like that nba you know all-star that athlete in the moment that cypher that everything it was organic it happened we all lost we like mindfulness we all lost ourselves in the moment and just did i just knew where he was like we were so cool guys <laughs> there's no way this can't keep going because this was just amazing duh right you know like that was something else that was a one being thing that needs to have value i think that's so cool when he says that line and i didn't catch it before and i think that a big part of that team to get to be that prodigy is that they have such open friendship, you know, and that that's a huge part of the show. That's hard, you know, like, besides people like you that have known my whole life, you know, to be open and have friendships now and try to find that. It don't It just, I feel like you can't control it. There's just some people that you naturally are drawn to to be just yourself, and there's some that you're not, and it just happens or it doesn't. And it, it has happened sometimes in real life, but most of the time it doesn't. It's really rare. And they have that moment they where they're like, they're just friends. They're all just open. They just know who each other are. They see pe- each other's vulnerabilities. Right. When Superboy can't fly. Right. He just jumps. And then Kid Flash, they're in the middle of an elevator. They're in the middle of a battle. And Kid Flash takes the time to reassure him and validate him because he just knows that's what he's talking about. That he feels really down right now. And I'm going to take the time to be like, you're all right. You know, I think that that's super cool and evidence to why how a good team works and how cool their team is um those are the parts that get me going oh during this episode oh i love that so absolutely god bless it god bless um, it i um, do have a grind my gears me too <laughs> good, good to go to I, I do have a couple of as much as i and the baby Go for it, Ningo. Ningo, Ningo, Ningo. Uh, biggest grind in my gears is our setup. Right now, I want individual headphones. Uh, this is so I'm fun. Like coming in and out. And I've learned so much more about this show and got to explore some yeah, things about the show that I would never have gotten that deep with. Heck yeah. And I was like, fuck, man, I'm having a blast. That's really cool. Uh, and the fact that that show is standing up to all it's made out in my mind. Um, mm-hmm. Is really gratifying, yeah. and this is like a catalyst. I was just like, "Oh fuck, this is badass." Yeah, but you're mad that. But I'm mad that we got the one headphone piece. I gotta oh, bring it in. Shit like that. I keep punching things. the table like and trying shit. not to move. <laughs> it's difficult. Just so you guys know, 
right before this, the dingo broke a lamp in my house. He was like a bull in a china shop. He just, he just, we were sitting here and he got up and I think the kitchen exploded. Buffoon. Broke that lamp. Buffoon. That's okay. Yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Oh, uh, I will tell you. I'll grab, tell you what grabs get, my get gears. gears. Desmond. Love him. Good character, everything. His voice acting. Don't know why. Maybe it's me thinking, especially in this last, uh, the second time you listen to him, mm-hmm. is really irritating. Oh, I know you don't. I don't want to. How dare of Robin, of course. He just like, I, I don't know what he was doing when he was voicing. He was feeling himself. He was, he was, in, the, he was in the studio. And he was like, I, this is my Oscar. I will do this. <laughs> my close up, Mr. Bill. Just bleeding heart artist. Yeah, he ripped it out. I hate them. God <laughs> <laughs> uh, damn. Yeah. So you know, that's my irrational. Yeah. <laughs> grind my gears. Um, just he, uh... Calm down enough. <laughs> like, we get it. Anyways, uh, anyways, any uh, any ideas, any any sparks, any uh, yeah creativity um, moments from this episode? From this episode, yeah, just I think what's coming off for me is a couple ideas about um, tangents that you can take from this to make another show and kind of blow up some of those points. This show has a multitude of cool story arcs and ideas and I think that that's amazing that they can do it I would okay so to formulate my thought here the show has multiple points of things they're trying to say and they're meeting all of them but it's on a larger scale to meet all of them I would love a show that took one of those tenets like an idea of a prodigy of a team making a Neo guy, you know, like that Shangri-La Aang character, but making him a unit of people instead mm-hmm. could be cool if you only hyper-focused on that. And did a series, Yeah, did a series or a movie. The new Power Rangers movie has the opportunity to do that. Yeah. That'd be so cool. Yeah. yeah or like... Um, turtles. Turtles, you know, like they're out there, but making a new... Now that I see that taking those ideas and running new with them. I love that idea. Like reinventing people that people hate a little bit on reboots and I can understand some where that coming from, but at the same time, some, everything falls a little bit short and you could be maybe be the person if you do another one who met it all the way. Like when you see a good detective story now or a new noir, it's like, Oh, you are truly that genre. You are that thing. You're a new modern version of it. You've contributed to the body of that type of work. Yeah. So I would love to see a new movie, maybe Power Rangers, that takes the idea of like teamwork prodigy yeah. to that next level. Adds, you know, pushes that bar, gets the uh, 9.0 instead of the 9.100 meter dash. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. reinvent the game a little bit yeah. in the in someone else's world. In you someone didn't reinvent world. the game, but you improve the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I would to love like to see piece. that with a multitude. I keep saying the teamwork one, but a multitude of the other ones. That are true in the show. Oh yeah, hell yeah, absolutely, yeah. Because there's so many. Nice. That is, I was in the same boat. I think uh, this was about um, recreating something old as something new. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, idea-wise, specifically with comic book characters, and biasly with DC comic book characters, to re, not reinvent, but 
be a part of the traditional radio drama mm-hmm. and, and put it in this term, put mm-hmm. it right now, put it in our, our vision of modernization or whatever that could be, um, evolve it uh, with a really dramatic, really well done uh, or really passionate uh, reading of maybe a comic that was already made and you get a full cast mm. um, or maybe a new story that someone yeah. would write but you act it out and it's just like a podcast or it's just like things that are very accessible right now yeah. and I feel like it has the opportunity to a little uh, bit similar to um, serial podcasts you yes that, where it's like almost that radio you're walking thing, around it's like a TV show but just through a podcast yeah and you yeah. do the comic so you could even have like a host and be like go really old school with it with an introduction of the story and then you have there's like records of old Batman stories where they acted mm-hmm. out you know mm-hmm. we could do that today with comics but, yeah, or those situations and you get a group of people it'd be a lot of fun <laughs> you know what I mean I think that would be a really cool idea and then you could remake some of these stories that have gone already so we know what they look like visually mm-hmm. um, and just act them out oh damn yeah you know, like Killing Joke, things like that. Yeah. Season of the Young Justice, episode of Young Justice. Fun, yeah. Yeah. Um, everyone can put their voice on it, you know. I like it. Take it in a different direction. But. I like it. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I can't remember what the next <laughs> episode is. I think, I think it is training. I don't know the name of it, but it's about like the Red Tornado and how they are... Happy Harbor. Happy Harbor. Yeah. Also, at the very end of this episode, which... The episode we just watched, they bring in a huge character who I think we'll spend a whole bunch of time next episode, next podcast talking about, McGann. McGann! Oh my one. god, we didn't even not talk about her. Right, so I mean, I feel like we'll set aside a yeah. good amount of time next time and just go over McGann. and bring wow. She comes in so subtly, yeah. and she ends up being one of the coolest characters yeah. I've ever seen written, and almost uniquely new like she existed in the world right but she got a reinvention in this yeah that's was cooler than oh, so many other ways uh, of people trying to revamp already to right superheroes. and you mentioned that already with superboy how he was uh uh reimagining of superman in terms of being sent from his people as their the last son the genomorphs she Genomors. is the wonder woman she's from a different planet a she's different society that man's world doesn't abide by and mm-hmm. she travels from that place too yeah. um, and they're a warrior tribe and she said that so. yeah okay we can, get but we can go it. back we, we go, we go off right. on Megan totally oh my god hello Megan hello Megan uh, yeah that's everything that's everything that wow podcast. thank you that was great I hope this sounds okay I really hope this yeah. one sounds okay and if it doesn't guess what we chicken love you butt. anyway <laughs> Remember that? I remember that. Guess why chicken thigh? Guess who chicken stew? Who's that wizard chicken gizzard? Do you know Sydney chicken kidney? My mind is blown right now. I don't know what just happened. That was amazing. (laughs) You're such a good artiste. All right. Signing off. Um, See you later. Sleepless in Seattle. You have a good night. (laughs) Uh, And this is us. Goodbye. These hugs. Na 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 na